0: Welcome to Season 8 of The Versatile Writer, the podcast that aims to provide help and support for like-minded writers. This week's episode looks at change of writing direction. Hi, I'm Sarah Bannum On The Versatile Writer, I try to include all aspects of writing, from the writer's point of view to the writing itself. I generally speak from my own experiences as I find it better to give authentic examples of what has or hasn't worked for me because other writers have likely found themselves with similar dilemmas, challenges or situations. I've recently registered that my thing in inverted commas in life is to care about others and in this case writers especially new ones. It turns out that I love to nurture other people, to help them grow into the best of themselves. So it makes sense that the overriding theme of most of my podcasts, blog, and my business is helping writers succeed. I do this by whichever means they need, be it raising their confidence in their work, hand holding, empowerment, or guidance. The more experienced writers who have perhaps lost their way find similar help here too through courses, coaching all my other services if it sounds like you'd benefit from my services or someone you know would check out my site loveofbooks.co.uk that's loveofbooks.co.uk there you'll find my books plus some freebies too that's loveofbooks.co.uk Topics raised here can be continued on the Versatile Writer Facebook group. There'll be a link in the show notes, or you can tap it into Facebook's search bar, the Versatile Writer Facebook group. So this week on the Versatile Writer, I'm prodding the idea of a change of writing direction. Other themes may pop up during this episode, like branding, mental health, self-care, new genres pseudonyms, and much more, and we'll deal with them all as they pop up. What exactly does a change of writing direction mean? Well, today I believe it means exploring a different genre, or the one that you would usually choose. Reason 1. When curiosity hits. When we're setting about writing content, usually we know straight away if it will be categorised fiction or non-fiction. After that... We'll filter it into a genre, then further filter into a subgenre, and this applies to both fiction and non fiction. But today I'm focusing on fiction. As an aside, can you hear the birds tweeting and flying and making a lot of noise outside? I'm sitting next to my garden door again, it's lovely. The sun is shining and it's a brilliant, lovely day. Usually, but not always, writers stick with the genre they like. They enjoy reading it, so therefore, writing it is a natural evolution. In an ideal world, they may become known for it too, and that's when branding steps in. Let's just grab that for a moment. From the reader's point of view, an author's branding is the reader's way of knowing instantly if the book is for them. Let's take an obvious example. If you're in the supermarket and browsing the book section, and you see Stephen King on a book cover, you're instantly going to know that it won't be a light romantic read and that it's going to be horror. That's branding. By purely knowing the name, that sets expectations. From the writer's point of view, branding can be a double-edged sword. It can either be fab because of the example previously mentioned. However, not every writer keeps to the genre that publishing, even the consumer, has allocated for them. Some double with others and because of the branding aspect, may use a pseudonym, so consumers can instantly differentiate between the two author names. Without a pseudonym, though, it may be tougher to get an audience to accept the second or even third genre from one author, but not impossible. Back to when curiosity hits. Sometimes we experiment with the story by bringing in as a subgenre or add themes that don't usually sit within our preferred category. I believe it's at this point... One of two things can happen. One, either the writer discovers that the genre and subgenre are so far detached from each other that they realise they're working with a completely different genre. Alien, even. However, because they're used to a specific style of writing, the original genre creeps back in at various stages until it becomes whole again. The second thing that can happen is the new theme is so strong that the writer continues. I believe this is sometimes how new genres find a place on the shelves. Curiosity usually hits me when I'm either bored with a story, or so focused that my subconscious begins to play in the form of self-sabotage. It works a little bit like this. I'm really involved, I may even have a deadline to reach. So my brain then thinks... Hey, this would be a fun time to give you another idea. How about instead of trying to get this couple to notice each other in the romantic setting that you've created, how about we get someone from another planet to visit Earth? But not only that, they can bring their relatives from other planets and see where that leads everyone. Hmm? How about that? It sounds really enthusiastic, but sometimes it's such a pain, at which point I think for about five seconds and then realise I need a break or even sleep and either ignore the idea or meditate for half an hour and go back to the story I need to focus on. If, however, the other story just won't go away, it's at that point, I would probably make some notes and then go back to the existing story. Brains do that. It's what we're about as writers. If brains didn't do that, we'd have issues finding stories to write, and it's probably about learning your individual process and understanding how your mind works, when it creates stories, because not everyone's brain works the exact same way. Number two, when it's not working at all. There are other times too when a change of writing direction occurs. It's when we've put in all that we can to a story, and somehow the words have stopped coming, and perhaps so is the energy and enthusiasm. The change of direction happened because, perhaps... The writer needed to rest and self-care should be employed. You've heard of the expression, you cannot pour from an empty jug, haven't you? This might be the reason a change of direction occurs. Perhaps your mind is saying, hey, down tools and take a minute. Then, when you return, you'll feel fresher. Hence, a new direction. It might also be that the first genre isn't where your heart is. Writing in a specific genre just because you feel you ought to is a curious thought. Maybe society sent a message to you at some point that, because of your background, your social status, your marital status, your age or something else like that, that you ought to be writing in X genre. That's an interesting idea for another episode. There are loads of reasons why the story might not be working at all, and so your mind wanders into the territory of a a different genre. Potentially, You might be so tired that there's no genre at all and words simply cease to come, or you could just lose interest in writing completely. Some might call this writer's block. There's a whole episode on this, and its causes, in Season 7, so if that's of interest, why not check it out afterwards? Another reason why it's just not working at all could be that there are too many themes to work with in one story, or maybe too many characters. Sometimes we need to whittle it all down to the core, then work back up again. In one story I wrote that wasn't working, I had to give the themes and the characters a good look through. To be honest, the story still isn't complete, but after a a good long while, perhaps even 20 years, I know it will take some time to work on when I go back to it. And I haven't forgotten it, I will go back to it, it's one of those ones that are in my to-do pile. It's a gorgeous story, so I know I won't ignore it. At the moment, it's bubbling in the background. I know that there are conflicting themes within it, perhaps enough for even three or four separate stories, and the characters, while plentiful and vibrant, are simply too many for one story, at least for me. I've learned over the years it's best for me to focus my attentions on a, on a few decent characters who will carry the story rather than a multitude who were all diluted. In the past, I've combined several characters who seemed similar because the story didn't require them all. I probably got too excited and carried away. There's another episode, in fact a two-parter, so two episodes of The Versatile Writer, on this topic back in Season 7. I believe I called it, rather originally, Characters Part 1 and Characters Part 2. The third reason you might change your writing direction could be that you're deliberately trying something new. Exploring a new genre can be both exciting and daunting, but it's certainly character building for the writer. It's almost as if you're beginning your writing career from scratch because there's so much of the new genre to learn. But then you've also got a huge amount of experience from all these other stories you've written. It's very much a win-win. Here's a quick anecdote. A few years ago I strayed from my usual genres and tried science fiction. It's a genre I love to watch on TV and with movies and have read heaps of science fiction from other writers but writing it felt a little like I was stepping on the toes of those sci-fi writers. I realise this is imposter syndrome yelling from the mountaintops. It happens to us all. It's not like there's only a specific number of sci-fi stories out there, and if I grab one, another writer loses out after all. I actually wrote about 40,000 words of this sci-fi, and it was when COVID first hit in the UK. It's a very exciting story, and I absolutely love it. And I can still picture only the setting and the characters, and they're all so incredibly clear and vivid. However, I wasn't sure of its destination, despite knowing the end of the story and its sequel, yet I tend to think big. I knew the ending, but I didn't know the middle. I did not know how they got there. So I stopped for a while, knowing or trusting that at some point I'd know enough to finish it, and my subconscious could have that bubbling away too. The same happened with a similar story about six or seven years ago. It was part sci-fi and part paranormal. Again, my head couldn't fit the pieces together to make it convincing to a reader so it's still sitting there waiting, like the other one, for me to return, which I will. I tend to be of the opinion that all stories are written in an instant. Like wine and cheese, they take some time to mature. But I believe this kind of deliberate change of writing direction is a good thing, giving yourself a completely different genre to investigate. Yes, of course, branding is a great asset for any writer who has an audience waiting for the next serving to lap up, but sometimes us writers need to spread our wings and breathe. Being enclosed in a single genre would be stifling and suffocating to some, whereas others revel in it. I applaud those writers who remain in the chosen genre until death, but then I know if I were to do that, I'd fall out of love with that genre very quickly. Rather give everyone a go, rather than never try any. For what it's worth, I also believe that there is no one way that wholeheartedly the word creative in creative writing is working really hard. For me, creativity means creating. How that manifests is left up to believing and trusting in your own individual process. In my writing career so far, in fiction, I've written romance and its sub-genres, Crime, Gay Fiction, Children's Fiction, Teen, Young Adult, Science Fiction, Psychological, Paranormal and more including anthologies and other fiction collections. In non-fiction I've written books on writing prompts, How to Hire a Ghostwriter and How to Become One, How to Find the Confidence to Write a Novel, Memoirs, Life Stories, a commission from the NHS on one of their mental health hospitals, And I've also been hired to write business blogs, copyright, and write articles for advertising agencies. Quick note, this is one of the reasons why this podcast is called The Versatile Writer. Versatility in this industry can be gold. So it's easy to see that widening your writing abilities is a good thing, especially if you're a freelance writer. So a change of writing direction need not be a bad thing. Indeed, it can be a brilliant thing depending on your attitude, your outlook and of course your intention. I hope you got something out of today's episode. I'm happy to, happy to discuss any of the points raised here further on the show's Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes or you can simply type the Versatile Writer Facebook group into Facebook search bar. Until next time. I wish you a a great week of writing.